you everybody for uh, for being here with us this morning for uh, In the Beginning podcast with uh, my friend Jose, and we're going to be talking uh, this time about the authority of Scripture, and uh, we're going to be visiting a few uh, video clips and uh, try to get a few other things involved here. But what we really want to do today is look at not just uh, not just you know getting up on a soapbox and, and and speaking down to someone. We're going to look at a few clips here today uh, that some uh, with some other preachers um, that honestly we would warn you against. We mm-hmm. would we would try to you know, get you to start thinking about who you're listening to, uh, and the idea is not the individual. Um, because no matter how off these guys are, and there's two specifically, it'll be Andy Stanley and Bill Johnson that we're going to be looking at today. Uh, no matter how off they are, they're still loved by God. They're still a child of That's God. Right. God still wants to redeem them. Mm-hmm. But the message is the issue. Yes. So when we're talking about um, what they're bringing, we're not, this isn't a personal attack or anything, but at the same time, it's, it's, painful as it might be to hear, these are dangerous people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not leading you in the way of Christ. They're not leading you towards uh, towards salvation. They're leading you in a way of personal opinions and emotionalism yep. and, you know, and uh, social norms, which mm-hmm. sounds like a good idea until you actually put, compare it against the Word of God and exactly. you realize this, this, is, this is bad. Um, so this is kind of what we're going to be doing today, but we want to be focusing on the authority of Scripture. So, exactly. yeah, and as we're walking through this process, there are uh, there's a lot of things that we're going to be talking about over the over the next several you know however many however long this lasts. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things we're going to be talking about, but everything that we talk about comes back to Lord the authority of, of Scripture. Yes, sir. That is our only guide. That is our only source of authority. That is mm-hmm. our, the only place where we get um, get our truth from exactly. in, in regard to everything relation, relating to God, um, the character and nature of God, salvation, mm-hmm. how, how we understand this stuff. Um, so everything kind of comes back to that. And uh, so we would encourage you to have the same idea. Um, and we'll be looking at different things. That I wrote down a couple of thoughts that, that we can kind of play around with um, uh, today before we, as we, as we get started. Um, and uh, let's see. Let's see how many times I can make the clicker sound uh, across the, uh, the, the speakers. Um <laughs> So the question is: the Bible, the Word of God, or not? And that, that's that's really that's really kind of the fundamental part of the whole yeah. thing, you know. That's our foundation. Yeah, that's where we start from. Yeah, and uh, and the dangers of what happens when we don't think that mm-hmm. the Bible's the Word of God. Oh, you know, it's the Word about God. Uh-huh. It's it's man's opinion about right. God. Man, man's musings about God. Oh gosh, <laughs> because we're so intellectually superior that we can. We can determine for God what right. he means uh, when it comes to how he should relate to us. Right. Um, but there's, uh, there's some questions that, that uh, I like to ask um, uh, people who doubt the authority of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I kind of wrote them down uh, over here, and we can look at them. Um, uh, do I believe? Uh, so l- let, me, let me backpedal a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've known people in the church for many, many years who have always said, yes, I, I'm a Christian, I believe mm-hmm. God's word, I, mm-hmm. I, I believe, you know, I believe everything the Bible says. And <laughs> when we hear that, we naturally assume that they've read it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That should be a safe assumption, but it is not always a safe assumption. Uh, yeah. And and you think, oh, oh, crap. That's <laughs> that's in the Bible? In there? <laughs> and then you got the other hand of stuff, sayings that we've said over the years that Aren't, that are said to be from the Bible that aren't actually from the Bible. Oh, come on. Come on. Like, like God that. helps those who help themselves. That's a, that's a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> Not from God. Second opinions. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is pretty sad. But so, so I, I like to ask these questions. Um, do I believe or do you believe that, um, the Bible 
is God's word to man, not man's word about God. Mm-hmm. Do we, can we agree on that? Absolutely. You know, um, do we believe that it was written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. And the other follow-up question to that is, what does that mean? Uh-huh. What does it mean? So if I were to ask you, hey, what, you know, I heard this thing that like the Bible was written through, uh, by men through the leading of the Holy Spirit. How is that not like, is, doesn't that mean like they were possessed? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so what is, well, you know, if someone were to ask you that question, you know, how would you, how would you answer that question? How, is, how, how does that, how does that work? It's God. I, and I'm asking for detailed answers, okay. uh, of course, at, you know, course. absolutely. Step-by-step detailed <laughs> answers. Well, back when Moses was in the bur- front of the burning bush. No. Um, God inspired, peop- insp- inspired people. And as they were having a relationship with God, and they would write down these things from God, that's where it came from, a first-person experience yeah. with God. Yeah, and when we come to know Christ, Christ, the, the, the Spirit of God is actually in us. Yes, we we read these interesting things through the Old Testament. One of the scariest things that you read through the, that I've read in the Old Testament is when uh, relating to Samson, where it says, "And then then the spirit left him." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, like all of his strength, understanding, mm-hmm. his wisdom, all of it was just gone because mm-hmm. it was all given to him by God. And if that if that carries through, if the way God relates to us is the same and it's always been the same, God mm-hmm. is not God does not change. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's Malachi three six or seven something like that says, "I am the Lord; I do not change." It means he's he always does everything the same way. You know, there's, there's no reason for him to improve upon himself. You know, God's not going to a self-help seminar. Nope, if you're like, nope. I want to be a better leader. <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to happen. He's pretty much figured it out. Um, which is why he would never change. But right. so if his spirit is in us now as believers, then we would have to believe that his spirit was always in his people. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're, if you're, if you're committed, if you've committed your life to God and the spirit indwells within you, mm-hmm then it's not that much of a stretch to believe that the Spirit can lead you in what it is you're writing. I mean, right. there's, I can think, and I'm, I'm sure this has happened to you too, mm-hmm. you're on stage and you're, list, you're, you're preaching and you hear yourself say something say you something came from. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> that's so much smarter than I am. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where'd you come up with that little gem? Uh, that was a good question because <laughs> it wasn't from me. <laughs> yeah. And I think sometimes, like, you know, um, God, I've heard it put it this way, like, um, God can't use a stationary vessel. You have to be moving. Mm-hmm. Same with you can't steer a car that's in park. So, but if you're preaching the word of God or whatever the case and you're speaking, God can interrupt what you're trying to say with something way more, you know, inspired Absolutely. and it just comes out of your mouth as you're speaking. Yep. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's, I, I, I love the way God gets involved in our, in our lives and, and doesn't make us do things, mm-hmm. but uses us right. for his purposes. Uh, Robert Morris says this, and, and I agree that um, when you look outside of creation, there are very few things that happen throughout the scripture that God does not involve a human in. Right. His, his desire is to work through us, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's that's pretty amazing. amazing. So we have to let let him do that. And so you get this other one: um, is the Bible inerrant, right? Meaning containing no mistakes, right? Now that's where I tend to get the most pauses sure. from someone, because in, inevitably they'll go, ah, you know, I don't know, I kind of believe this evolution thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so that means Genesis one through eleven mm-hmm. is a lie, right? 
Uh, well, no, we would call it a, a, a you know a, a metaphor. Right. Um, we, we would call it a story. <laughs> okay. What do we call Doctor Seuss stories? <laughs> Made up. <laughs> right. Which is a cre- which is just a nice way of saying it's a lie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not true. It is a fabrication. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Lucy Lou who didn't does not actually exist. <laughs> You know that is that that Christmas town is not real. You know, no matter how cute some of the things were on it, you're crushing uh, people's dreams, George. <laughs> exactly. Yes, uh, it just it's it's silly. So if we were to look at the uh, uh, at the scriptures in in any way, if we were to say, okay, so that's that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, then at some point you have to make the the declaration that this is not. Sir. The Word of God, and mm-hmm. it, and it cannot, it can't, it cannot be inspired by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit would never lead yeah. us in an untruth. Exactly. So there's these logical steps that we have to take as we're working our way through Scripture, where if it is, if it is, if it is the Word breathed out by God, if it mm-hmm. is given to us, if we're going to call it the Word of God to, mm-hmm. to men, then there can be no mistakes. Right. So if we find something that we that we think is wrong, chances are, <laughs> you're wrong. I'm the one with the problem. <laughs> yes. You know. <laughs> If you disagree with God, you're wrong. Yeah, or if you get an idea about the character and nature of God. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the yeah. things that I hear a lot is people say, well, the Bible can't be all about the character and nature of God because the Old Testament promotes slavery. Oh. And people say, you know, that's just not that just that's just horrible. I could never I could never believe in a God that would promote slavery. Mm-hmm. And then that's unfortunate because what you find out is that's actually not what the Bible does. The Bible acknowledges that yes. it exists. It historically acknowledges Slavery, exactly, but it does not promote it. Right, and in multiple places, it uh, as a Christian, because slavery was normal normal throughout all of history. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's there. Uh, there are over forty million people in in, uh, in slavery today, mm-hmm. which is more than the American all of the years of the American slave trade to combined. Correct. Um, you know, so it's not a it's, it's not a new thing, but the Bible speaks to people who would be who would be slave owners, mm-hmm. whether they were indentured servants or mm-hmm. you know or conquered slaves. To treat them in a way that is completely yes, sir. Um, out of the norm mm-hmm. for for people in those times, right. it would, they would almost treated slaves like family, and that exactly, yeah. yeah, you know, and reminding us you could be one of them at mm-hmm. any point in time. So you know, you might want to realize mm-hmm. you're going to reap what you sow. Uh-huh. So so you get this idea, and now um, so is the Bible the universal standard for all areas of morality, life, marriage, faith, etc. Mm-hmm. That's another place where people go. Tough. Ah. <laughs> You know, um, it's tough, especially for, in America today. The way society and culture is moving farther away from the truth of God's standard. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the Bible says He created them male and female, mm-hmm. and you know, and we know <laughs> that uh, uh, we we know what. I, I was hoping you would answer the rest <laughs> of it because I don't. I I I don't know right. what is a woman. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure I married one. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty positive I married one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might have to cut that part out. Yep, edit. Um, <laughs> take two. Uh, <laughs> but when you so when you think about this universal standard, mm-hmm. uh, when you think about um, uh, you know measurements, um, I like to just think of math. Yeah, you know, I mean, no matter what kind of math that you you look at, math is universal. Mm-hmm. It is it is always the same. Yep. It's, no matter where it, you are in the world. Yeah, it doesn't care about your doesn't care about your race, doesn't care about your income nope. level, your education level. Math is just math. Yep. You know, um, uh, even even though some people are having a hard time with that today. You know, <laughs> uh, math is racist. 
I'm oh, I'm sorry. What? I don't think so. When when did two plus two equals four become about <laughs> race? You know, come on, give me a break. But universal means just just across the board, meaning there is no other standard that trumps what the word of God tells us to yes, do in, in in all areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the lastly, it is the absolute and only standard by which I will be judged. Now, yeah. as, as a Christian, mm-hmm. is is am I living my life? In a way that is a cons- is consistent with that mm-hmm. with that standard, because I mean, you think about this. If uh, so, if you're going down the road, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and I'm driving a police car, and I, I pull you over, you know, mm-hmm. and lights are on and everything, because you know, let's let's make this into a show, <laughs> and I, I pull you, and I walk up to the car, and I rap on the window, and I go, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" <laughs> and, you, and you look up and you think, "No, I have no clue why you pulled me over. I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm doing the posted speed limit. I'm right. you know, oh well." Um, my speed limit for this area uh, is is lower. Uh-huh. <laughs> N- no. <laughs> That's not no. what laws work. Yeah. We, you cannot be judged against something that is both arbitrary and fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. judged against something that is concrete and established. Mm-hmm. And so if the Bible tells us that we will stand before God mm-hmm. and be judged, it's appointed to all men once to die, yep. at, at least once. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would want to die twice? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> you know? Once is more than enough. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm good. Once to die, and then the judgment. The judgment. And mm-hmm. so, and then, so the question has to be asked: What? What? By what standard are we being judged? Mm-hmm. You know, is it societal standards? Right. Because if that's the case, can I pick the time frame? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I be judged according to the standards of I don't know feudal England, where you could just run a thor- sword through someone and it was fine? <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to be judged against against no. strict moral guidelines. Um, but if we're going to be judged, that denotes that there is a standard by which we're going to be mm-hmm. judged, and that that standard has to be. The written word of God. Right. There's nothing else that, that we could be compared yeah. to. So, uh, you know, when you start thinking about is that is that where I really am? Right. Is that really where I am as, as a believer? Uh, and the, the the challenge you have going back and forth but, uh, but between that, you know, I mean, I could think of uh, a bunch of things through my life where I didn't like the idea that God was going to be the the, uh-huh. the 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 judge. I wanted my standards right to to be put my uh, subjective to, <laughs> standards. Yeah, you know, do, can you think of anything that uh, where you bumped up against that idea about not wanting to be judged by God by according to His Word? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, like parenting is tough, you know, and trying to raise your children in the, this current generation for the Lord. Murdering you know, a child is bad. Murdering yes, a child is yes. bad. <laughs> you know, and you got to hold the, they're, they're, my kids went to public school. They're held up to, they're, they're observing a different standard than the word of God every day. And to walk up to your kid who's heartfeltly trying to do something with their life and have to correct them and say, I'm sorry, honey, this isn't the way the, the word of God says we're to live our lives. That's hard. You know, and I would love to be the good dad, you know, the, 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 the good, the good father and let them do what they want to do, you know, but yeah. look, but when you look at it, a court, uh, compared to God's word, I wouldn't be a good dad. 
letting them do what they want to do. Yeah. Scripture says that the Lord loves, uh, chastens those whom he loves. Whom he loves, yep. And that just, that means disciplines, Mm -hmm. you know, and. Nobody likes that. No, no. I, I, I would just rather, you know, like, can, can I be a wild child, like, until like five minutes before I die? <laughs> right. <clears throat> and then, and then I'll get right, oh, you know. The deathbed con- uh, conversion. Confession. Yeah. You know, that just, that just sounds so much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's insane. I get, uh, as a pastor, I get a lot of, uh, a lot of conversations where people, you know, I'm having, I'm struggling because, you know, I've always believed in, in the moral standards of God, but you know, my my child is living with their mm-hmm. with their girlfriend, mm-hmm. or you know, geez, you know, these these two people have uh, have been divorced, and then you know, but now you know they they say they're going to get married, but mm-hmm. but you know, it's so expensive yeah. to 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 pay rent today, uh-huh. so they just moved in with one another, but they're they really love Jesus and like. <laughs> Are they sleeping in the same room? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. In the same bed? Well, yeah. At the same time? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 12 to 8 is my turn. <laughs> uh, so then just get married. Well, they're, they're saving up money so they can have a wedding. Mm-hmm. Have no. the wedding later. later. Just get yes. two witnesses. Get yep. the license. Let's go. Yes. Let's make this thing legal. But then he said, like, they really love Jesus. But Jesus says, "If you love me, you'll do what I say. Yeah, you will obey my word." Yep. And <laughs> it just gets crazy, you know. <laughs> or parents who are very committed mm-hmm. uh, until uh, a relative comes out of the closet. Yep. You know. Ah, uh, you know, I just, I just have a hard time telling people that I go to, that I'm a Christian, I go to church, mm-hmm. you know, their kids gay or their relatives gay or, you know, whatever. I just, and then, mm-hmm. you know, then, you, then you got to answer those questions, you know, in my mind, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, do, can you answer the questions? Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Well, I, uh, I, uh, uh. <laughs> yes. And God's I, word is God's word, God's word. Uh-huh. And it doesn't change. It hasn't changed since it was yeah. written. Yep. You know, and it's always been the same. So that's the standard. You said the word standard. That's that's the standard we live by. Yep. I, I think there's a there's a couple of ministries out there um, that uh, one is, uh, I, I, I'm probably going to get the name wrong, but it's a book. I think it's called um, Born Gay Again or something like that, or Born Again Gay or something like that. Oh, and it's a, it's a lady. And so there's a lot of things that are like, you know, uh, gay Christian, homosexual Christian mm-hmm. in, the, in that direction. That's not what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She what she's saying is in her uh, in her she does a lot of talks and stuff around. I just happened to catch one online when she thinks she said and I thought it was amazing. She said, "You know, I will. I have this temptation. Mm-hmm. I have this weakness. I have this sin in mm-hmm. this sin in my life." She says, "But what I had to understand was that had no bearing on whether or not God's word is true." Wow. Yeah, she Excellent. said. Yeah, she said. I've known people my whole life. That have anger problems, that mm-hmm. have, you know, that, 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 you know, like to steal things, mm-hmm. you know, that have drinking problems. They, they, everyone has something in their life sure. that they need oh, to, yeah. they need to let die. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, and for me, it's, it's the same sex attractive, attracted thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she said, I had to get to the point where I realized that that was the thing in me that needed to die in order yeah. for me to connect with God. And I thought, that is That's just powerful. amazing. That's powerful. Yeah. And it all came back to, God's word is God's word. God's mm-hmm. word. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not my thoughts about God. It's God's no, thoughts right. about me. 
uh, and I should probably think about this. Uh, and now there's this interesting thing going on in the world today. Um, and as far as my notes, it's kind of the last thing that I had kind of sitting on here. Uh, there's this growing movement in the church called deconstructionism. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of people who actually, who, who don't really, they, they don't even know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Or like, oh, it's kind of new. No, this has been around since, mm-hmm. this has been around, as, at least in my understanding, since like the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. This is as far as the name goes. Right. Kind of in the progressive movement. And you got bands like, uh, who did I write down here? Like uh, uh, Gunger, uh, Barton, Tony Campolo, mm-hmm. Josh Harris, a- Abraham Piper, who's John Piper's son. Oh, yeah. Who is a militant angry atheist mm-hmm. he's got over a million followers online and his goal wow. is to lead as many people away from the church as possible oh my gosh yeah can wow. you imagine the judgment waiting for that uh-huh. um and there's that and, and there's there, there's a bunch of other ones mm-hmm. and when you listen to their testimonies it all comes down to the same thing i had questions about the bible mm-hmm. and my pastor could not answer them the people in my the ch- christian people in my life could not answer them and so what i discovered was um, the people outside the church had better answers. Oh boy, they had you know they had answers that I could get my I could wrap my brain around. There you go. Subjective uh, emotionalism. Yeah, Bart Campolo said in the, the I think it's the second American Gospel. He said, "Why would you worship a god if you could imagine a better god?" Wow. I'm thinking, what a. <laughs> and, and in my head, I'm thinking he thinks that made sense. If there's a real god. Uh-huh. Why would you worship the real God if you could imagine uh-huh. a better God? Uh-huh. Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's because it's the real God, and the other one's an imaginary God. <laughs> uh, like, wow! But this this whole this whole idea comes back to people who cannot wrap their brains around the text of Scripture. Yep. In light of societal changes mm-hmm. and things like that, and different different things that go on in their life, and and so they begin this process of moving away mm-hmm. from the truth of God, and then you have other people like I think Lisa Childress is a good example mm-hmm. where she began this deconstruction period, right. and so instead of finding ways of getting a hold of something else, which is what mm-hmm. most people end up doing, mm-hmm. she decided to dig into the Word yep. and figure out what historic exactly. Christianity was, and that led her back to mm-hmm. faith. Versus other people who are just trying to find acceptable ways of getting right, and a lot of times when they do when they start that uh, that journey of uh, progressive Christianity, they hear something they like. I think you kind of alluded to that. They hear something that they agree with in their point of view, and they just kind of follow it because it makes them feel good because they they agree with it. But the hard truths are hard. To, they're hard because they're hard to agree with, and they make us uncomfortable. Well, and everyone who agrees with me is obviously right. <laughs> Obviously, life would be so much easier if everyone just agreed with. Them. Yeah, and it would be easy for them too, right? You know, there's just no reason to argue about it. I mean, come on, it really is silly how how so much of this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But um, so you remember Josh Harris? Oh yeah, I, I kissed dating, dating goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> I bought that at an acquire the fire rally a long time ago. So yeah. There were so many girls in our church, um, uh, uh, you know, back when it, when it came out, who were just like, "Oh, this is going to be my life." Like every guy uh-huh. in the church, just you could hear like a collective groan, groan and like, Ugh. <laughs> "No, <laughs> yeah, none of these women want to date. They all want to get married. <laughs> this is horrible." <laughs> 
but he uh, he 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 lost his faith. Yeah. He was a pastor. Yep. He he lost his faith. Went away from the church. Now most people don't know this, but recently he has since deleted this. Okay. He had an online course he was offering mm-hmm. to help people uh, get away from the church. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. Which is funny because so like on Twitter he got roasted. Oh sure. He just got roasted. It's like uh, the church only wants your money. So for only two hundred and fifty four dollars, <laughs> I get. <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, <laughs> the church wants to control your life. I can help you. I can help you. I, I, uh, exactly no, pay, I pay me to tell you how to how to live your life. <laughs> so yeah, he he just got roasted, and uh, the That's whole fantastic. course yeah the whole course came down really mm-hmm. fast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> but his his thing was exactly that that same thing. I can't see how the Bible could be true today. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thing. That's terrifying. Yeah. But kind of what we were talking about last time, um, dealing with, with teachers that we have listened to for mm-hmm. so long, then you get old enough in your faith and wise enough in your faith, and you begin to you know learn how to read the map for yourself, right. and you realize that these people are crazy. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, not, they're not teaching the truth. And yeah. how many people don't, don't actually get to that point in their mm-hmm. faith? Right. They, they're constantly trying to recognize something. Um, but what they're looking for is is like their desire. They're not they're yeah. not seeking. They're not reading the word in order to understand it and apply it to their mm-hmm. life. They're reading the word, looking for justification for mm-hmm. something that they yep. want to do. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I think that has worked its way into mainstream Christianity mm-hmm. and into a lot of pulpits, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of brings us to these to these videos. Now mm-hmm. we're going to be watching a couple of these video clips, and I gotta I gotta warn you, um, the videos are going to look a little wonky, and the yeah. reason why they're going to look a little wonky is because. Um, these, uh, these false teachers, um, they love to file copyright claims. Uh, even though there is what's called fair use law, and when the video comes up, you'll see the little fair use law icon that will come up. And essentially, if you've posted it, then other people get to grab it and use it. It's fair use. You put it out there, so, you know, um, it, here's, here's, here's what happens. Um, but they file copyright laws. So what we have to do is we have to alter the video in some way. Um, so I put like a 50s TV screen, like little line thing on there, and, you, and you'll see it. Um, but the idea is <clears throat> what we want to do is we want to listen to what these people are saying and the direction that they're moving. And most of what we're going to be looking at today is going to be in regards to Andy Stanley. Um, and there's there's a reason for that. We'll get to that later. Um, but in this first clip, we're going to see a little bit from Bill Johnson as well. And what, we're gonna, what I want to do is I want to talk a little bit about subtle hints to people moving in in different directions and we'll we'll see if you can pick them up on the video uh so let's uh let's change this and i'll be able to do this a little faster later so we're gonna do that and then uh we're gonna try to be real quiet as these things are going so here you go who is jesus that's always the issue they continually devoted is the phrase i want to work on that didn't how about we do that? The foundation of our faith is not the scripture. The foundation of our faith is not the infallibility of the Bible. The foundation of our faith is something that happened in history. And the issue is always, who is Jesus? That's always the issue. The they continually devoted is the phrase I want to work with. I, I, I think it's interesting that the Bible doesn't include a list of the apostles' teaching. Because I think... I think there are things that are always true, but there are also things that he is saying now that he wasn't emphasizing in a previous season. It's difficult to expect the same fruit of the early church when we value a book they didn't have more than the Holy Spirit they did have. It's not Father, Son, and Holy Bible. Uh, no. It's 
that Father, Son, and Holy Bible. I still can't believe they applauded that line. Yeah. It's, it's like it's some sort of divine revelation. Mm-hmm. This man is so wise. <laughs> He's smarter than God. Yeah. <laughs> now, that, that very first clip, in the, in the longer version, one of the things that Andy Stanley says is that he, um, he grew up in a Bible-believing situation until he went away to college. Mm-hmm. And in his first semester at college, he took a language course. And the, the person in it basically started talking about, started deconstructing the Bible oh, wow. and talking about the creation myth and, and other myths in the Bible. And, and, you know, so let's just, let's just put that away and then move on. And mm-hmm. so he lost, really, he lost his faith in the authority of Scripture really early on in his college wow. career. And he just started looking at them as a collection of ancient documents that tell the story of God's people and, and, and of Jesus. So that so they're not of eternal significance. They're just mm-hmm. they're just like important historical documents. That's I think you're right. <laughs> you, you gotta wonder how that person got to the place where he is. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean um, uh, John Maxwell probably says it best. You're not a leader unless people follow, mm-hmm. you know, and unfortunately p- people following you does not mean <laughs> you're a good leader. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it just means you got a lot of people who are looking for whatever it is you're selling. Yes. You know, and he has from the very beginning sold a very watered down, very weak, um, not repentance focused gospel. Right. You know? It's like the, it's almost like it's almost it's closer to social welfare than mm-hmm. it than it is than it is the time the understanding mm-hmm. the timeless truth of God and coming to repentance for the gospel, but it's 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 pretty amazing. So now when we watched these a little earlier. Now you had a little time to digest it a little bit. And what are some, what are some of your thoughts? I just can't when he says that it's not about the authority of scripture. You know what do you do with scriptures like you know the the grass withers and the flower fades, but your word will stay forever. You know, the word of God is eternal. Mm-hmm. It is eternal, and it is should be revered as such. Yeah. And we cannot cherry-pick verses and concepts and things that make us uncomfortable or don't agree with our worldview and say, okay, this is true, but this isn't true. And then you say things like what he just said. Like, he's literally making God in his own image, how he wants God to be, and he's not, and he's, Throwing out things he disagrees with. Some of the other videos we will we'll see, he's just taking things he doesn't like and throws them to the side and says that that's not necessarily what God said. That's what this author said. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you think about, um, so uh, let's see, Second Timothy uh, 3, uh, 14 through, through 17. So you got, uh, I just want to make sure I'm clicking on the right one. So, but you must continue in the things you have learned uh, and be assured of knowing... Um, um, from from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures. Mm-hmm. So from childhood you've known the holy scriptures. What scriptures? The Old Testament. Yeah, and, but he says, and you must continue on in the things that you have learned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that kind of that's 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 all of it. Um, uh, the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, and then he said, and then he finishes it up with this. For all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I just want to, real quick, Paul was a Pharisee before his conversion. For him to say the words, holy scripture, he didn't use that phrase lightly. He revered the scripture. He saw it as holy, which in today's society, we don't see holy the same way they did back then. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and for him to, uh, uh, for exactly for him to do that, it that is that is something so 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 very profound. Mm-hmm. But now uh, now he continues on um, in the very next section. So we can we continue on for, uh, in in four um, verses one through four, and he says this. He says, uh, "So I charge you, therefore." So, like, because of what I've just said to mm-hmm. you, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing, and that is kingdom, preach the word. Mm-hmm. See, uh, yep. and, you know, and be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, resort, uh, uh, exhort with uh, all long, long suffering and teaching. Um, let me just wrap this up. He says, for a time will come when they will not endure sound mm-hmm. doctrine, but according to their own desires... Uh, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables, mm-hmm. which means a made-up story, a yep. lie. Mm-hmm. But this this idea, I charge you before God and the, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge you, preach the word. Mm-hmm. And and people who say that the Bible is not the the authority of God, you got to ask the question: right. What word? Right. What what mm-hmm. what? What word are we talking uh-huh. about? Preaching what? Be being firm in what? Being ready to rebuke and uh, exhort with what? Uh-huh. It, it, and it, also, when Paul began his, after his conversion to him, began to finally start ministering, it says the Bereans challenged everything he was saying, judging it by the word of God, the Old uh-huh. Testament. That was their check checks and balances yep. the whole the old testament for by what paul was teaching that's when they came to the conclusion okay he's pre- he's preaching correctly based on the old testament yep yeah i i asked uh, i asked my church just a while ago i said if you were to take your bible and you have from genesis you know and and we look at it's kind of funny we look at old testament new testament and we think that the old testament you know ends in malachi uh-huh. and the new testament begins in matthew um because we've been trained to think right. that way but it's really the old testament doesn't the the old covenant ends at the end of the gospels right you know and the new testament begins at the beginning of the gospel so there's there's this huge piece of overlap Mm -hmm. that that exists there and so if you were to take your bible Mm -hmm. and you were to go to the end of uh the end of the gospels you go to the end of john and you rip out the rest of the new testament Mm -hmm. you know from from acts to revelation other than what we learned in the revelation Mm -hmm. what do you lose nothing nothing you still have absolutely everything that Paul preaches in the New Testament. I mean, there's some some vague nuances because mm-hmm. they're couched in the circumstances of right. the of the churches that they're written to primarily, mm-hmm. um, and some of the and some of the history, history, history. So you got to live the history, um, but it's all couched in in this this in these these momentary circumstances. But yes. it is all truth that is found all the way through the Old Testament mm-hmm. scriptures. Yep, <clears throat> and none of it's new. Right. Now, if you were to flip that that impetus, <laughs> and you were to just take uh, and just rip out the Old Testament, mm-hmm. what did you lose? Everything. Exactly. He sounds like a whack job. He's if when you lose the Old Testament, Jesus is a cult leader. Yes, exactly. That's the word I was just going to say. A cult leader. He's he's the weirdest person. Follow me. I'm going to die, and then I'm going to be raised from the from the grave. And then you're like, why? Why do you why do you have to die? Mm-hmm. Because I said so. Can you yeah. say something different? Right. <laughs> why don't we just raise an army and overthrow Rome? That sounds like so much more fun. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. it just it gets so crazy. Um, the Old Testament sets up everything in the New yeah, Testament. Exactly. You can't separate the two nope. the, the two apart. Uh, but to say that the 
to say that the scriptures are just a collection of ancient documents, mm-hmm. which they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But to say that they don't equate to the word of God mm-hmm. is to deny the confession of the word itself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know? Uh, let me see if I can find quickly the... I had one verse in here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, so First Thessalonians 2.13. See, look at this. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, listen to this, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Mm-hmm. The word that he would have brought would have been the revelation of Christ mm-hmm. through the Old Testament, mm-hmm. culminating in the New Testament, right. uh, the, the gospel revelation of Christ mm-hmm. and his, his death and resurrection. The word of God, yeah, right. <laughs> this is this this sh- this should should be easier yeah. than uh-huh. than it is. But everything that we learn and everything that we know and understand about about Christ and about God comes from our understanding of of the word. There's mm-hmm. nothing that is outside of that. But that's not actually the case for some of these preachers. They mm-hmm. they like I think you said they cherry pick. Yeah, uh, you know one thing after another because they don't like what this says. Mm-hmm. But I like that what this what this says. So here's. Here's two examples of uh, of the well. Actually, let's, let's let's keep going with that first clip. Okay. Um, Bill Johnson. Mm-hmm. Those those last two pieces. Yeah. What did you think there when he's talking about the apostles' teaching and <laughs> the apostles taught? Come on, let's get you kicked out of your church. Let's, <laughs> let's get... <laughs> the apostles taught based off of the Old Testament. That was what they're. Whenever they referenced the Bible in the New Testament, they're referencing the Old Testament. You can't separate them. Yep. And he's and yeah. for whatever reason he thinks the the Holy Spirit is a, a Holy Spirit experience is above the word of God. And that's dangerous. Yeah. So dangerous. What do you do with test every spirit? Mm-hmm. Yep. Test it against what? Yeah. And that means test every experience. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a spiritual experience, that's great. Test it against the, the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because it says any spirit that does not confess uh, Jesus is not from God. Right now, in in their moments, it was a little easier because mm-hmm. I mean it's like right there. Right. But now we're two thousand years removed. Mm-hmm. How do we know if a spirit is confessing Christ? Right. That it would be in line with the Word, the word of Christ. Of God. Yep. You know, and if, if it's out of line, then it's not of God. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good it makes me feel. No, you know, exactly. No, but that prophecy said I was going to be wealthy and healthy, <laughs> and I was going to have a full head of hair. <laughs> And you know, <laughs> guess what? Not Lie. God. <laughs> but he, but he said that um, uh, when he said they uh, uh, they daily devoted themselves to the apostles' mm-hmm. teaching, and then he says um, he found it interesting that the Bible doesn't record the po- the apostles' teachings. <laughs> it's in the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's the apostles that are writing these things. Yes. The 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 New Testament writings are their teachings. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're like, well, it doesn't record. But he he's talking about like an A B C right. D. There's nothing in, other than the Ten Commandments. There's, right. there's there's nothing that goes through a top to bottom list of the things that you have to understand. It is all based in this this idea that that God is is speaking to us mm-hmm. as a friend, face to face, guiding us in his in his character and nature, yeah. so that we understand who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he tells his 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 uh, his 
his servants the the, the same thing. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that we're pretty thick. Oh, yeah. We're n- we we oh, don't... Yeah. I can't remember a three-item grocery list. <laughs> By the time I get in my car, drive to Walmart, I'm, I'm in Walmart, I'm texting Samantha, what did you want? Text me that again, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh. And then, I, you know, of course, then you get halfway home and you, rem- you remember, I got to turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not going to remember everything that, that's, that scriptures. I mean, I've been studying the scriptures now for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. There's plenty that I can't remember off the sure. top of my head. Now, I, I usually say it different. I usually tell people that there's so much information up there that I have too many tabs open, so my, my CPU runs a little slower. Uh, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So, some people buy into it, other people not so much. Not so much. It's because they realize that there's nothing open up there. It's just a, <laughs> just a hamster on a broken <laughs> wheel. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for part one in this new series talking about the authority of Scripture. Uh, part two will be coming up right after this. Now, once the uh, all parts of this are up, the entire conversation will be posted, but it's about two and a half hours long, so we're going to do this in small bites. So I hope you enjoy I hope you enjoyed this the next part will be landing uh i believe friday uh is is what it's on the schedule for uh, and then the other two parts will be showing up next week so lord bless you hope you enjoyed it